Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio. This is the lowest effect. My name is Elisa. Uh-oh. Hello? I'm hoping that we can get Liz, but maybe not. Okay. Liz, I'm unmuting you, but yeah, yeah, we're not hearing you. She's texting me. I'm not hearing you. Let's see what we can do. Yeah, she's going to call back in again. Um, so let's see what happens. The toughest part about doing a show where you're used to having a co-host is having to talk on your own. <laughs> but here we go. Let's see what happens. Uh, hello? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not hearing you at all. She may have to call in on her cell. Or it could be block talk. Uh, Jay, if if you can just write in the message in the chat room, let me know if you can hear me at the very least, because uh, I'm not sure. It could just be it could be on my end. Let's see, can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> And my name's Liz. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, that's weird. Okay. I, obviously, I switched to a different phone. So, yeah. Who knows what the hell's going on? So, just, uh, all right. We will muddle through. But isn't that crazy that on uh, Tuesday's show, we were talking about all the restrictions and what's going to happen in the New York, <laughs> like an hour later? Um, New York is the first state to put all these mandates. Ah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, we were just talking about it, and then a, a, an hour later, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. And I saw something on Instagram that this was supposed to be, you know, our hot boy and hot girl summer. No, it's our dystopian mess summer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what are you going to do? It is, it is what it is. <sighs> the irony of it all. Wow. And uh, it's just, yeah, it's just this weird, the weird feeling in the air and this, the divisiveness now. Um, it's crazy. I actually um, met up with a girlfriend of mine who actually um, may end up losing her job because um, she's choosing not to get vaccinated. And she's hysterical. Yeah. They said uh, everybody had to be vaccinated by the end of the month because of uh, what the mayor did. So it's a, it's, it's divide and conquer. It's, it feels very, Mm. it feels very, mm -mm. I mean, I get it, but I also get if it's your body, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she was, 
distraught. So mm. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, It really is turning into, into us against them and them against, and it really shouldn't be. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like it's like a puppet master situation where it's because we don't, not that we want to get into politics, but just for a second, um, because we don't have the previous administration, so it's another way to divide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just feels, it does not feel easy breezy. I mean, even to go to a restaurant now, you have to uh, show proof of vaccination. Oh, yeah, there, you guys have to, huh? That's crazy. It just started, huh. yeah. Well, well, they they dropped the, they dropped the bomb yesterday. And um, I think everything gets enforced uh, right after Labor Day, but it can be enforced uh, right now at the discretion of the restaurant. You can still eat outside. It's fine. It's Mm -hmm. summer. But um, I can't go to a restaurant with my younger son inside now. Right. Right. It was just fine. You know, you can do whatever you want. Um, um, And I did take him to the pediatrician on Tuesday and... The doctor explained to him, and he's like, yeah, I still don't want to do it. I'm like, okay, what are you going to do? Yeah. 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 So it's, uh, yeah, it just feels, it feels odd. And then at the same time, things are accelerating. Like I've gotten incredibly busy, which is, which is a good thing. Um, so it kind of feels like old life, but not-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, interesting what I'm I'm observing. It's really it's really interesting. Um, I'm noticing that uh, several friends and colleagues of mine are like just going to the stratosphere. They're, they're doing so 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 well like the woman who shot my documentary is like now shooting american horror story thank you and also yes oh yes oh i got her when i could oh yes oh yes (laughs) and now she's in um i couldn't get her now and um she sent me a text if you're ever in pittsburgh i'm like no um i'm I'm gonna be there till the end of october so i knew she's there because she's shooting something so i said what are you shooting she, I can't even imagine the money she's making. She's shooting um, a series for Amazon um, based on a league of their own. Oh wow! All so right, that's coming up. Yep, yep, that's coming up. And speaking of a league of their own, I think the woman that in the movie that Rosie O'Donnell played her character, I think she's still alive. But there was a. I can't remember. Oh, I think there was a there was a documentary that came out recently about her and her partner who passed away recently called "A Secret Love." Ooh. And these, yes, oh, it's, re, it's. I think maybe it was on Amazon. I don't remember. Um, but it was about these these two women. They had a relationship since the '40s, and they got married when they were in their 90s in the nursing home. It's oh my gosh! Really beautiful. Yeah, you have to see it. It's so beautiful, and uh, the and and what was so what was so cute was that she is famous for being in that all women uh, league, mm-hmm. and she'll yeah she'll wear t-shirts like baseballs aren't for sissies. Like she, she's just all about the baseball. <laughs> 
as though she's an so so cute. And um, yeah, she they had to pretend they were cousins back in the day when they were living, like all like everything that they had to go through. Oh wow! Yeah, and I think they 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 got married when they were in their early nineties. It was so beautiful. Oh, yeah, so, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, and I think she's still, I believe she's still alive, so good for her, because obviously, you know, she's going to be consulted on this, or, you know, they need her approval, however it works, that uh, her legacy continues, Mm. you know? So I thought that was uh, very, very cool. Oh, yeah, and then I read an article somebody sent me in The Hollywood Reporter that somebody else that I've worked with before and am friendly with. Uh, who not only was nominated for an Oscar, didn't get it, uh, for his film, but um, is going to be directing some big series for Netflix or something. I'm like, okay, good. Uh-huh. And, and all these, all, all, it's wonderful. And and at the same token, I've been asked to be doing a lot of, a lot of favors, a lot of professional favors, like one after, one after another. And I like to support when I can because I think it's it's an investment of energy and and investment in relationships and, and all of that. But it seemed to happen almost like a like an avalanche of um, where there are things that I I need to do um, for my own uh, work or work that I'm uh, already committed to. Then there are these professional favors, and a, a ton of them came through. Almost as soon as I got news, it's so funny. Like I was laughing to myself. As soon as I got, almost as soon as I got news about like incredible, unimaginable things happening with with people that I'm close to and I'm friendly with, I'm getting asked to do like a bunch of favors for free. I'm like, oh, that's adorable, and <laughs> uh, oh, that's great, and. Um, uh, what I need to do for my fam, to, for my family, my kids, and and my mom and myself, and uh, showing up for people, you know, when when uh, as a support system, and um, you know, like, like my friend who's um, being threatened of being fired. Um, you know, I took her out yesterday because she was distraught, and um, I was exhausted afterwards. I bet. Because not, she, yeah, not a spiritual bone in her body totally devastated and the thing is she is so mired in fear this actually is an opportunity because she's not happy in the job but she's not happy period you know Um, and she has savings and she has a partner who's right there for her you know Um, I haven't seen the person ish in my life uh, since uh, since my birthday you know so whatever. And I'm like, what is going on? And I don't feel bad. Like, I'm not, like, upset. I'm not sad. I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just observing. Um, I, I, feel so, I feel so fortunate because it, it is, it's crazy. It's crazy and there's lots of responsibilities, but it is still a magical life. I'm still managing to, to find magic um, in my life and an opportunity and it's not like this uh, checks and balances and tit for tat and, and we energy and it's good and if it's well intended and you you are able to have your boundaries um, 
I, I guess because I used to be like this in the past that I don't want to turn the tables that I'm putting all else first before me. That's the thing to watch, to watch out for, like to, to be aware, to not do that, to have your boundaries in place. Right. And, right. and what, and what, and what by definition defines an overgiver. You know, one of my son's friends is homeless. So, you know, he's not living here, but he's here all the time. Right. You know, homeless right. and a baby on the way. And I want to, we, I, you know, and he's 22 years old. Wow. Working double shifts, working double shifts at the Taco Bell. And I'm like, okay, stay in the room. There's the Lysol. You know, because none of his friends are, you know, are, are, most of them are not vaccinated. And I'm just like, we're protected, we're protected, we're protected, we're protected, we're protected. Like just claiming the mantra, we're protected, we're protected. You know, and they basically quarantine in his room because, you know what I'm saying? Like, they know. They don't yeah. need to stay in there. And I, you know, I just hope that Johnson & Johnson, you know, stay, stays in my system strong. <sighs> it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, these are my musings. So uh, New York is a dystopian state, and I don't know what the hell's going on. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I think the only thing to to tag on is, like, that whole idea of setting your boundaries. And right. I've um, – it's definitely not as not as traumatic as, as yours. <laughs> but, um, you know, last night I, I'm so involved with my – my uh, service fraternity. I and thought of you with that fraternity. I th- thought of you. <laughs> I so did. I thought of you last night. I'm like, you know what? This this is like, I mean, I said to myself, this is so funny that you bring that up. I said to myself, this reminds me of when Elisa was in the service fraternity and it, it just got to the point that it was just ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I've, I've been um, part of a, a a group uh, that formed um, over a year ago mm-hmm. um, to take on uh, one particular aspect of training volunteers, um, training alumni volunteers. And, and it was to help with uh, anticipating the expectations of being in, in, in a volunteer uh, elected volunteer position, which is what I had done all those years ago. Um, you know, when you first met me, I had I just started that uh, position. It's a year long position, and uh, but 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 it's it's one of those very few um, volunteer positions that where you're dealing directly with students for the most part. Like probably you know ninety percent of your job is is having to work with students. Um, so it's a you know it's a big deal since the volunteer organization is technically. Um, you know, allegedly a, a student run volunteer organization uh-huh. is meant to help, you know, but, but the influence that, that um, people who are not active students have uh, on, on the way things run is just still pretty big. So anyway, for the past year, I've been on this committee and we're, we're doing, we're, we're, we started off trying to do like just a few, um, a few zoom calls to help with uh the state of things considering no one was on campus and everything had to be done remotely. So we were having to, uh-huh. you know, 
we're trying to help out in that in that situation. Then we're also trying to continue with this ongoing training and just setting up different modules. We, we it morphed into getting a handbook, and now it, it's come into oh, we're going to do um, you know, we're going to make a, a, an on-demand video. Uh, not just for for those who are in those positions, but for people who are interested in perhaps, you know, stepping up to that level. And so this is all stuff that's happened in the last year and a half. And and at some point, um, early on, when when they were they the committee the committee was talking about it, the, it was just said, oh, you know, it, it, within the next you know few months or you know for the upcoming year. And like my other two friends who are also on this committee, we we were on all on Zoom, and I, I just sort of had we all kind of registered our look of surprise like i thought this was like a one and done kind of like well we'll just we'll just sit and chat and uh and uh and so but you know because we're so used to being in those positions of okay well we need help and we're usually there to help you know we we've we just okay well we'll we'll stay on you know we didn't know we didn't know the scope of it and so last night um you know i i brought it up there was a there was a point in which the person who was she's not the only person in charge of it but she's she's sort of the on the on the national level the the person that is kind of in charge of all of these types of things and she's a great great person she even her 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 position as a volunteer is is only for a certain amount of time. I mean, that's how most of them are. You know, when you when you're elected, you you only serve a certain amount of time. Right. And and so she had said, oh, well, so you know, I'll I'll be done in March, and I you know I will not be, I won't. She's also a, a professor, um, and so she's on a tenured track. She's like, yeah, I'm just I can't I can't continue to do it, and and handle the demands of my paying job. You know, <laughs> um, I need I need to be able to have. Uh, my time back. So she just sort of put it out there in hopes that one of us would be like, Oh, I think I want to take over or I would be stepping up. (laughs) But we were like, you're not, you know, are you, are you expecting us to stay on through March, you know, with you? And, 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 and so we, the conversation sort of evolved from there. And then I, I had said um, my part, which was, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to stay on into the fall with, with the things that you, you all want to do. Like I, I will, I will complete what I can um, on this latest project. But it's, as far as presenting, I, I said, I just already know, you know, my fall is always busy. This is my busiest time of the year. And, right. um, and then I also said that it was, it was just not clear. And as we're right. training, as we're training our volunteers, and and part of my like one of my modules that I'm working on is on communication. Like Hello. I think we we need to be very clear about um, what what the expectations are and have right. the scope of those expectations laid out, even if it's even if it's always shifting because it always is. And and just knowing my own experience with working on bigger projects through like the national organization, you know, a lot of stuff shifts and, and they're so in a sense, so far removed from like everyday stuff that, you know, it, it's, it, it's almost imperative that we have a little bit of pushback. Like we do the pushing back on certain things. Otherwise right. they would just, they just don't know. And I, and, and so I didn't want to put anybody in the hot seat because, but, oh. but it was almost like I needed to hear, a little bit more background on how it got to be where it is right now. Now, 
to be fair, and I'm glad someone else on the committee had said something about this, like, you know, on the plus side, we've actually accomplished quite a bit. Like, you know, yeah, that's good. And, and I think we've all been on those types of committees where we don't do anything. <laughs> you know, we, we sit on this stuff and we, nothing happens, but we're, we are actually getting things done. Um, but I think I, I know I needed to at least say I, I was under the impression that it was just going to be a couple of meetings, you know, and then that, uh, you know, and, and we had a large, much larger group when we started out. You know, we had, it seemed like we had a much larger group of people who were on this committee and, you know, we didn't really gel. We didn't know anybody because everything, I mean, it was always been remote, but we weren't meeting as, I guess, as regularly and people had dropped out for whatever reason. I'm like, okay, so, um, you know, I'm staying because these are two of my dearest friends. I, I know we work well together and, um, you know, I didn't want to let them down, but, you know, without an end date in sight and an exit strategy and and also the responsibility of wanting to bring in other people just to mix things up and to continue it. I'm like, I just I I'm just a little overwhelmed, I guess. And um and so, you know, we had a, a really good discussion about that. And she the the person that is kind of running running the meeting was like, you know, she was almost like tearing up a little bit. Like, I didn't mean to make you cry. Right. It wasn't that. But but she's like, no, she's like, you're you're absolutely right. And I'm glad we're bringing right. it up. But she said, yeah, she said the person that she had a answer to um, previously, not very responsive in terms of like, what, what are we doing here? And so she was, she said it was, it was, it was a lot harder for me to push back on certain things, um, you know, like on, on our behalf, um, but now there's a different person, so I think she says she can she can certainly have a better conversation about expectations and parameters and that kind of thing. Um, I, I think we just need to hear that kind of stuff because we don't get mm-hmm. to hear a lot of the background. It's it's like well this is all business and you don't need to know that it's just this and this and this. So, um, I'll, you know, it's, it's always going to be an awkward conversation. And yet I feel a lot better because now I know I yep. can I can I can I can let it go. And I'm not yeah. responsible for bringing somebody else in. Although I, I would like to, um, I would like to encourage people because you know we all we all know people. Um, I would like to encourage somebody who may have a passion for that particular aspect of volunteering um, to to step up. And so I mean I'll, I'll do my part. It was just it was nice to be able to do that and to get it out there. And hopefully it's something that. Um, won't be uh won't be overlooked the next time i said here we are you know trying to train people and but let's be honest you know we've all we've all been in these situations and that's also not not supposed to be a good surprise you know it's not something that you want to hear about but it's something that you do have to deal with and and not not just in the volunteer organization but you know if you can't if you can't speak up or at least somehow remedy the situation after you know years then then there's something within the system and you know we're a part of that system so we have to we have to be able to say it and um as we are changing and evolving this is now just bigger picture it it has to deal with these kinds of you know seemingly small conversations like oh this is just a little concern but now all of a sudden um it's a it's a big deal because now everyone's like oh yeah you know we've we've had these situations before i'm like well how how much of it is on us to say something, and then I'll, how much of it? How much of it is on you know whoever the other person is or the other entity is to 
uh, you know, respond and, and to say, okay, I, I, I hear you or acknowledge it and then say, this is what we're going to do. Usually, it, usually a lot of things happen. Like no one ever says anything. So it continues right. or right. you say something and it falls on deaf ears or you can say something the the people who are supposedly in charge or whoever has the, the the power to to say yay or nay will take into it take it into account and and you know maybe something shifts and changes um and even if it's small it's at least <clears throat> the change is in a, in the right direction and i think all of those things happened last night which was good and it was good for me to to hear that you know to to um you know to at least say, okay, I, I said my two cents worth, and um, and I was also reminded about how much we have accomplished. Even you know, even if we're yeah. all like, I don't know what we're doing. Why are we doing it? Uh, we have right. another meeting. We're meeting. We have another project. Oh my god! Um, so there was, uh, for me at least, I felt like uh, everything was kind of out on the table, and it was good to see. Um, no, that is good. So uh, anyway, I, the the idea of boundaries and, and kind of tagging along with what we were talking about, you know, in current news with like the Olympics uh, and mental health and, and putting up boundaries and saying no to, uh, to, to being in situations where uh, even if physically you're okay, but mentally you're just, you're not able to, to do what you need to do. This is not a situation where you say, just suck it up and do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, I almost, I almost said, well, hell, if Simone Biles was going to, you know, peace out on some of the events, I think I can peace out too yeah. on this. But, Hello, but, thank but, you, Simone. <laughs> right, yeah, you pulled a Simone. <laughs> That's going to be a thing. You pulled a Simone. I pulled a right. Simone. Oh, yeah. No, I, <laughs> no, I can't. No, that's my mental health. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but you. It's so funny. So yeah, you. Yeah, you and I were sort of thinking about the same things last night, probably around the same time. Okay. How much more? Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's, as long as it's on your terms, you know. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. And, 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 and you and, know, it, it helps to hear that maybe, you know, like, oh, okay, I wasn't being unreasonable. Um, not at all. Um, and I, I'm hoping my delivery wasn't like, you know, snarky. I, I felt like I wasn't, but you know, you never know how people. Like, well, you know, well, you're, you know, whatever. you're, you're like a, you know, somebody. Some, some people like their drinks with a twist of lime. Others like a <laughs> twist of snark. <laughs> that would be you. Not <laughs> always. I, you know, because not the always. Thing is, not always. And I'm the, sure the, it was snarkless because. The, you know, well, you know, I think the difference is if if you're being snarky towards somebody or if it's snark about the situation, um, because. In a, in a way, like the person who is in charge of it is sort of representing the national office or is at least that liaison. Um, but I also know, again, because of years of working in that organization, that um, there are things that get handed down. And, and it's like working in, in any you know big, big office or big corporation where it, it, the, the, the powers that be that you imagine to be sitting in some isolated tower slash boardroom making these decisions in a vacuum. I know that's not truly the case, but it, it, it can be very insulated if you're not really, uh, you know, on top of things or um, if your capacity to understand all the different moving parts is it's like it's too overwhelming. There's some people who lead very well because they don't deal with those details. 
but it also makes them it you hope that they will listen when when it finally does come to a point where you can't just be very broad about about things and maybe uh, per each situation you actually do need to know a little bit more than just a quick you know outline of what's going on like you need to know a little bit more about the background and, and get go a little deeper so i i wanted to be able to address those and um but but also do it in a way that's still encouraging them to do what they need to do. I just think as a as as an organization and and as our world is changing, we we're, we're having to deal with these little nuances that are uh, are now such huge instrumental. They they can issue a lot of change, um, and and I know most people don't tend to like change unless it's working in their favor. So you have to look at where is it going to work in my favor and still not sink the whole ship, you know, <laughs> like what is, does it, where does it, where does it actually work out where if we, if we just follow these steps a little, a little more, oh, okay, this, this actually makes it more sense in it. And the, the, the well-being of everyone involved is still at a good level. Um, no one feels like they're, they've just taken on, the rest of the of the responsibilities and you know go figure it out like you haven't been dropped out in a in a field naked and afraid you know having to figure stuff out you're you're able to do it so i'm uh i was just glad i was i felt it was a long meeting but it was well worth it and i feel better and a little more energized and a little more positive going into what the things that i know i need to get done um yep because I, I could see some daylight. I was like, okay, well, you know, by September, right. you know, maybe I won't, I won't have to deal with this. Or um, no, and you can dip uh, out. You can do whatever you want. It's, it's all right. on your terms. Right. right, right. And then you know, we we know that there is, uh, as long as we know that it, it, we're not overgivers, we are generous people, mm-hmm. and that there is a there is a distinction. There are you, you set your boundaries. You make sure that you are uh, you are prioritized, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and it, it is something that you're you know you're giving um, in an arena that you're passionate about. Yeah. So, but yeah, I was just laughing to myself because it was like within all all in the, all in the same day. It was hearing, you know, crazy news about people that I'm like really happy for them. And then, would you judge? Would you look at these these videos and judge these monologues for this competition? Because we thought you enjoyed it last year when when you helped. Well, last year it was COVID. And you asked <laughs> for my help and I helped. So, like, don't say you seem to enjoy it. Don't kiss my ass. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, you're too busy. That's okay. So I wrote back. I said, I said, thank you for checking in. I am, in fact, busy, uh, but I would like to help. So if I can uh, bring uh, submit my responses by early next week, I should be able to accommodate. Mm. Okay, so that's putting myself first and supporting a multicultural, not-for-profit theater company someplace in California that I know, you know, the person who's running it. And she's a very talented Latinx playwright, and she's a pistachio farmer. So I'm helping the people, you know, okay, I'm helping the people, okay? But it wasn't like, uh, let me stay up till 5 in the morning and look at these tapes and do a half-ass, you know, job with uh, filling out the evaluation forms or whatever it is, and you're going to mm-hmm. know. Like, okay, 
So now I can do it when I have time because right now I don't have time. So right. it's ways of, you're, you know, you're being generous. And there's a fine line between ge- being generous and being an overgiver. You're being an overgiver when you are not in the equation. Then you're an overgiver because then you are bypassing uh, your own needs. Mm-hmm. You know, and then five minutes after that, dear friend of mine out in L.A., um, she has a really important audition that she just found out about. Can you squeeze in a coaching session? And I'm like, tomorrow, meaning today. I'm like, today is, is, is a very, it's a very tight date. And I said, I have a window. This is it. Mm-hmm. So she, she's going to climb into my window. <laughs> climb through my window. She's going to climb through my window. And, uh, oh, it's so, speaking of that song, so whenever you get to New York, and, I have, and I'm going to ask her to do a special request. So my girlfriend Susie and her girlfriend uh, Maria, they host Monday nights at the Stonewall. And if you don't know what the Stonewall is, the Stonewall is where, you know, gay pride originated, gay rights, whatever, and it's, you know, down in New York. So, and um, Maria is the most likable lesbian you'll ever meet. She is just <laughs> fabulous. So, and she's a great singer. So she does this number. So she sings the song, Come Through My Window. <laughs> but in the middle of this, but she, but she comments on this, but she does a commentary while she's singing. So she'll, so she'll say, come through my window. What's wrong with you? You can't use the door. Like, it's so, it's so, it's so. I'm gonna and when you come, I, I'm gonna have to say you gotta do come through my window for my girl over here. You gotta do come through my window for Lisa. You got see, you, you gotta do it. Oh my god! Like I'm on the floor crying. It's so funny because she 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 talks about like the the psychosis and the, she breaks down the song. Like she breaks down the song and analyzes it, and it's so funny that every time I think of that song, I I think of her doing that song, and it just it makes me laugh every time. So funny. Anyway, can't wait. We, we love a fun, we love a funny lesbian. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, she has uh, she has a, a she has a podcast that I haven't listened to yet, but I should. Called um, I'll actually, actually will send you the Instagram. It's called What's the Story with Maria, and that's her. I'm going to send you her Instagram because she's worth okay. following. She's very very funny. Anyway, um, come through my window. Why not? Um, we do have requests in the chat room, and hello to um, our friends. I know Jay has uh, popped in and out there because he's got work. But hello yep. to um, Amish Comedian, Lil Fairy, and Raven Spirit. And Lil Fairy. Our, our request comes from Lil Fairy. Lil so Fairy. Here's the I knew it. I, you know it. Um, she, she says, hello, I'd like to ask um, why my boss, um, and she has her initials, Mrs. S.S., picked on me today. I honestly Girl, don't like her you, for being so insensitive. I think she is jealous of me. I hope that I find a new job very soon. You asked the same question or a different version of the same question. Now, wasn't this the job that you left and then you came back and then you came back again and then you left and then you came back? I think that's right. Ish? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, the answer is I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I that's my answer. I don't know. 
I don't know. And I'm not being, I'm not being mean. I'm not being bitchy. I'm not being snarky. That's really the answer. I don't know. Because we have answered many versions of this question. And basically, whether it's coworkers, now it's this woman, um, what they perceive of you is none of your business. It's mm. their, you know what I mean? It's their mind. It's their free will. And going to another job will just expose you to other people that are having their own life experiences, their own challenges, their own journeys to explore. And that's just the way of the world. The reason to find another job is to avoid that. I think that you might as well just stay in your job because at least you know the crazy that you're dealing with. It's just one person, you know, and, and we have said um, numerous times, especially you, you know, with the, with the roses, you visualize roses around that person. So I will remind you of that wonderful advice that Elisa, you know, gives um, when it comes to circumstances like this. But ask me the question again. Read it to me again. Oh, well, let me scroll back up here. Oh, no, um, no. oh I'm sorry. No, no, I'm it's sorry. just, it's just, it's, it's just that it's, that's just the sort window that we have in. I'm for sorry. Okay. I, mean, on my I don't mean to. No, no, no. It's not a video. It's like, hello. The I, I'd like to ask why my boss, Mrs. SS, picked on me today, please. That, that's, that's just the question. That was the only question. Okay. The rest so of it. Whenever somebody's picking on somebody else, it's usually they're projecting their own, their, they're they're hurting, and you just happen to be in the line of fire. That's it. It's not personal. If you are magnifying that thought, you're going to amplify it, and then it could, it could, you could create and inadvertently self-sabotage if you keep thinking about it. If you can change how you're thinking about it, where, okay, SS, you must be hurting, I'm just going to offer you some energy of compassion. That's my that's my response. She's just projecting. It's not that deep. Well, uh, and 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 we, I'm going to move on from this after this because we have another request. Um, uh-huh. I think it 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 it's also about the, our our level of sensitivity. Um, as you know, as we're working through our own stuff, you know, um, right? There's that. I uh, trying to use the best example. Um, if you grew up in a very critical household, you do tend to worry more about what other people will think. Of course. And and so sometimes to avoid that, you like you want to be perfect, try to be as perfect as possible to avoid it, right? Like if I if I don't do anything wrong, then no one will say anything about it. Um, so if someone says something about it, I must have done something wrong. And if you don't right. think you've done anything wrong, then you got to figure. And then you, get, right. you kind of go into this loop of the, the what have I done, and and so right. it's a different way of of resetting that because and this is sort of going back to um, something that my mentor Lois would say uh, that she was teaching us uh, was that you know what other people's opinions of me, um, what, what other people think of me. Is there is that their, that's their business? Just, just like you, just like you said, you know, that's their business. Oh, is that funny that Lois said you that? Know? Is that funny? 
and it, and it was a, something that, that that she had also picked up and had had to learn because I mean I think she was in that situation too where you know her her mother had a, a very exacting it was like you know things had to be perfect kind of thing or it was right, just a right. you know I think that generation definitely it's that's how most of most women were taught to be was like just to be perfect <laughs> right so that right. you could do what you needed to do um, so as we're as we're changing these things and, and and you're right you know this is something little fairy that there are different versions of this that you've asked us you know why did he look at me this way does this mean this what what is this coworker? you know why was she mean to me um and and so the level of sensitivity is now we're asking you to not always take in that even if it you know it, it got your attention but maybe for different reasons not for you to fix the problem of hoping someone will like you so it'll stop, but so that you internally can do your work and and realize, okay, it doesn't matter what what situation I'm in. Like you could you could go to a different job, then you'll just do you'll, because your sensitivities are aimed a certain way. Someone could just kind of look at you and you'd be like, oh, why does she look at me that way? And, and there was probably no interpretation that needed to be that way. It's like, you know, she just maybe that's just how she looks, you know. <laughs> um, so we're we're just learning. Um, how to recalibrate ourselves so that we're not um, we're not asking these questions um, all the time, meaning like there's something maybe there's something wrong with me or something wrong with them. But if it's always them, then what's what's the common denominator here? It's me. <laughs> so then it's something wrong with me. You kind of go back and forth. So just uh-huh. to be able to let that go and. But to let it go in a way that makes sense on a on a spiritual level, it has to make sense to you um, to go through and say, have compassion for the other person, but also just to cut yourself a break and you know wh- what what other things can can you be focused on so that it's it's not just like this ongoing uh, setting of if something is said to me, I'm going to interpret it a certain way. I don't know. That's just uh, right. Yeah. Um, and then there's another question in here from Amish comedian. Um, she says, Liz, yep. I am tempted to contact a person I broke ties with a few years ago because of the oh. BS, but my guides or his, as you put it in parentheses, or his mom asked me to reach out. Is this a good, is this good or bad for my mental health? So when she says, I'm not cl- I'm not clear. Um, when she says his, so I want to hear the part about his the guides and the mom. She said my guides, and then in parentheses, right. in parentheses or his mom asked Got me so to she, reach out. Okay, so meaning oh she the, said his mother. his de- his dead mom. His mom has passed away. Okay, so from the other side, that's what yeah. I that's what I wanted to, to okay. clarify. That makes more sense. That, that this, yeah. Yes, okay. That's what I wanted to clarify. Good or is this good or is it going to be bad for my mental health? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a detriment to the mental health if it's coming from that place of spirit. So if it's spirit that, that's, that's nudging you along and... It's just for her to check in and reach out. It's not so. So, um, Jen, you can be very um, 
very clear with boundaries, um, you know, it's just, just check it in during these uncertain times. Hope you're well. It could be as, as bare bones as that. She and, wrote, um, she wrote that the, the mother has uh, nattered, nattered, that's a good word. She has nattered to me about him before, wanted me to um, save him in the past, just before he had a near-death experience. And I wonder if, if that was when the mother was alive or, you know what I mean? Or it yeah. was after she passed, while she was alive. Yeah, I don't know. Not yet. My feeling is, regardless of the narrative, my feeling is that a gentle hope, just a gentle hope all is well. And not mm-hmm. offering anything. As long as, the, I mean, we talked about overgiving, you know, so as long as it, the boundaries right. are very clear and she's putting herself and her mental health and her well being first. Um, but, you know, she also has a free will. She doesn't have to. Right. Right. You know, if it's that much, if it's that much of a question, just because that's what they want you to do, again, here we go. It's the law of free will. You can choose not to. And mm-hmm. that's okay. You know, and especially in spirit, it's going to be way more benevolent than here because there'll be that understanding, you know, that that evolved uh, consciousness. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's really, there's no wrong answer. If she decides yeah. to reach out, I, I don't think it's going to have any uh, dire consequences um, as long as she's not offering anything or having an opening, because uh, sometimes people can be like barnacles and then they're, they're stuck and then you have to unstick them. And mm-hmm. that's a rabbit hole that we don't have time for, especially now because things are insane. Um, but yeah, Jen, you don't have to do anything. You can, you can choose not to do anything right now. But she wrote, um, and, and, she mm-hmm. wrote good. Uh, she said, right about, the uh, keeping boundaries. She said she was passed, and the mother had well, it was passed when she had already contacted her about you know before before mm-hmm. about right. And she wrote, mm-hmm. um, he taught me a lot of lessons mm-hmm. about self worth. Mm. Um, and I and I and I know what she means by that. Meaning meaning through the opposite. That's how she learned about yeah. self worth. That's my yeah. yeah yeah right right. Yeah, she doesn't just because just because they're on the other side doesn't mean we're gonna drop everything and overgive too. Like you, you know, you could get demands from the other side. Mm. You know. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean that she. Yeah, it's Jen. It's your call. You don't have if you if you don't want to do it. You don't have to. Um, she's wrote. Um, My perspective has changed since then, so I feel I can approach with detachments. Uh, yeah, so that's good. And then she's also kind of switching gears. Um, She said, uh, can you pull a card for the day? And uh, Raven is also agreeing a card for today Mm -hmm. would be good. Yep, let's do it. Yep. Okay. So, so Jen, Jen, whatever you call the shots, whatever you want to do is is fine. And sometimes, you know, the spirits need to pull back and have boundaries. Like my (laughs) ex-boyfriend. Right. Right. <laughs> but you know what, though? It's like, it's like since I haven't heard from the other one, I'm like, okay, so I'm hanging out with the dead one. It's all good. <laughs> Whatever. 
Oh, like, okay, let's go to bed. All right, good night. All right. Oh, my God, life is insane. Okay, I am, I know, insane. I am ready when you guys are. Okay. Oh, two-digit oh. number. Oh, it's not yep. stopping now. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, 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 it's not stopping. Oh my goodness. Good Lord. But I stopped it when you said tick. So yeah. I just was dancing while I was waiting for the music to end. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> okay, it's a two-digit number this time. So mm. it's 6565. Five. That's the number. And here's the message that you guys picked for today. Allow your body to catch up to the heightened sensitivities and inner expansion taking place. Pay attention to subtle signals and be harmonious. So true. Everything is changing. Everything is really at such unprecedented levels. It's insane. I'll read it again. Allow your body to catch up to the heightened sensitivity expansion taking place. Pay attention to subtle signals and be harmonious. Six, five. And of course, Jen's already writing in 11, uh, you know, like 11, 11. Uh, but yeah, so it does end up being an 11. But here we go with the six, starting off with the six, which is about that caring, nurturing number, right? That six is about that. But usually it's about putting it out to, for other people, like you know, going outwards with that. But always we have to remind people, um, talking about boundaries, all this number and that number, the number um, eleven and two, which end up coming from the from the sixty five, is about boundaries, but being very caring and loving about it. So the six starts off with that with that sense of love. Um, the five then is about the experiences and about the changes that come from all of that. And so as we're, you know, as we're growing, just like with this conversation with, with people calling in and, and, you know, hopefully with little fairy taking some things back and, and, and doing her in her work, you know, you're, you have, we, we grow and expand and, and we have to adjust. The people around us also have to adjust as we do this. And sometimes we get a lot of pushback on that because, oh, what, you know, how come you get to, you know, why do you get to do this? Or, you know, sometimes it's even like, is it okay if I eat this around you? I'm like, I don't really care what you do, but, um, you know, the, our perceptions of, of how people view us or what people think we're doing, it can be so um, so crazy, but it's also because we get stuck on a certain thing. Six is also about um, – tends to be a, a, about being perfect, like having, you know, having, having things done the right way. And um, a lot of the even numbers like that, they want things to be just so, and, and as it's just so, meaning it's perfect. And we have to um, allow for these variables and, and not hold such a rigid stance about, well, it has to be this way. So that flow allows, I mean, the five is sort of like a, a take it down a peg, literally like, hey, you know, it's all, it's good. This is just the experience, just roll with it, see what happens, see how it unfolds. So when we get to the, the overall number, um, 
the 65 being an 11 to a master number, um, it can vibrate from that higher, like 11 of, of uh, you know, inspired action, of, of um, understanding, you know, leadership, you know, going in a particular direction, but also making sure that you've got your, 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 um, your tribe with you, so to speak, or your, you know, your, your, your partner is usually one other person, but it's, it's more than just one, but you're, you're, you're leading it for a bigger cause, or you, you can um, also work from that, that smaller number of the two, the base number of the two, which is, which is cooperation. It's, it's partnership. So it's still, you know, meant to be supportive and helpful but either you you kind of do it because you feel like you have to and you got to put you know hold it together for everybody or you're doing it from from a um a perspective of this is such a good deal like this is a this is an exciting time to be alive and and it, so there's a certain energy when you're working from that higher aspect of the 11 um because it, you you know you have people that that are with you and not that they necessarily have to follow you but they're on board and um and, and eleven doesn't care about followers. It's just more of we, we can do this together. So it, it has a bigger picture of of teamwork. Um, and so they're not necessarily going to say they're the leader, but they tend to be because they're the ones that know everybody. <laughs> you know, they've been they've been helping out. Right. So uh, that's that's a that's a great message. I mean, I, I love the number, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but it's also a, a great message to to go with that. Um, a lot of this, a lot of the stuff that you end up, we end up doing in partnership with other people, um, anything, anything outward, the quality of it is only as good as the quality of, of the work that we've done within. So it's good to acknowledge when, like, when, when things really, when a plan does come together, it's good to acknowledge your part in it and that you have done the work for yourself internally to even get to that point, then bring it out and share with somebody else or to share with other people. And um, that's the magic that kind of keeps it going because as you, uh, as you have a better response perhaps or a better result and you know it wasn't just you having to do all the work, um, other people contributed and everyone feels pretty good about it, then you, then you look for the next thing. Like, okay, so what else can we be creating? What else can we, um, can we put together? And, and sometimes it gets into what else can we fix? And that's where you have to kind of draw the line in, in, in your approach because it isn't about – fixing things um, you know and that's that I think that ends up being like taking on more responsibility that is not yours when it's like oh, I gotta fix it you know it's and the situation has to be fixed there's just a lot more into it those it's a charged word a charged situation so good 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 and she wrote um, actually Raven wrote I can physically feel it and then uh, Jen wrote, uh, yes, I have had a renewed focus on the body lately, health, diet, mm-hmm. exercise, and sleep. Sleep. Yep. Sleep. Huge. Uh, I did my body a favor by not waking up at 3 o'clock like you did the other, the other day to watch uh, the Olympics. And I'm glad I did. I slept in because we ended up winning our, our match, so that was good. <laughs> so. That's funny. <laughs> I can watch the replay and the comfort and, and a time that is uh, convenient for me. Um, right. But yeah, I was Monday. I woke up early and we ended up losing. So I'm like, ah, uh, <laughs> not wah, my wah. Day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it goes back to the boundaries and overgiving and making sure that we don't lose ourselves 
And part of that is uh, taking care of our health. Mm-hmm. And sleep is such, it's such the cornerstone uh, of that. And I have to say, um, the cherries and walnuts, man, that's really been helping. I I, I have um, I've. I didn't do it last night. I was already kind of tired, but um, the night before, Anna and I stayed up and we were we were doing the cherries and walnuts. And then uh, I asked her the next day. I said, "So did you sleep all right?" She's like, "Yeah, actually, I did." And she said she felt um, her brain felt clearer. And I'm like, "Yeah, probably because of the walnuts, you know, the walnuts, brain yep. food." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the walnuts look like a brain. It's so crazy. Like the food yeah. looks like what it takes care of. It's like, oh. yeah, but yeah. Um, every night and that's like my little dessert and my little so like an hour before I, I know I'm going to go to bed that's what I have it, it really really helps so uh, rest is so important and um, you know oftentimes we'll get up way earlier than we'd like and I just make myself uh, yeah yeah we, we, we're depleted in ways that are so subtle we're not even aware of it but uh, so much of what's happening energetically and then just uh, environmentally, politically, it, it weighs down on us, the energy of other people, the pe- people in our household, whatever it is. Uh, we're walking around, we're very, very sensitive. So, you know, I have compassion, you know, when we get a, a request from, you know, someone like a little fairy that's in a working situation and, and we're, mm-hmm. we're so wired to be hypersensitive, uh, we, again, like, it's not about the other people, it's about, taking care of ourselves and knowing that, that we don't have to concern ourselves with other people, mm-hmm. that they'll be fine. We, you know, we, we do our part uh, to keep ourselves uh, functioning, successful, responsible, professional, uh, honoring our, our, our obligations, our commitments, and then leave the rest. Knowing yeah. that source will let source do its job to live one hour at a time because sometimes that's what I do. I'm like, let's just get through this hour and then the next and then the next. Sometimes the things are, you know, scary. Mm-hmm. Um, you, whatever you need to do to cope, that's what you do knowing that it's okay. Sometimes I spend the whole day saying everything's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Whatever and that's what that's just whatever gets you through, that's what's going to get you through and you come out the other side that much more resilient and stronger because you're exercising muscles, spiritual, energetic, etheric muscles. Mm. So, um, and just being brave enough to face Kate. We made it this far. Right. Right? That's a testament right there. We made it this far. So let's honor, right, and acknowledge that. We're still here. I didn't think I was going to live past 25 back in the day. Hello, we're still here. So here we are. And on that bright note, so, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. and who knows what the, what the day is going to bring. I don't know what's going on anymore. It's, yeah, yeah. It is not like the hot boy, hot girl summer. That's for damn sure. Um, anyway, <laughs> if you guys need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to loablend at gmail.com. And we're scheduled to come back on the air. God only knows what's going to happen between now and Tuesday. I can only imagine. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll be back on the air. Girl, we'll be back on the air this coming Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. 
Stay safe. Take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, let the light do the work and to brighter days ahead. Love you. Love you. Bye. Tell me something.